Okay, good evening and happy Tuesday. Okay, I am coming back to continue the conversation on the book by T.D. Jakes, which is called Crushing. We are in chapter five. The title of chapter five in his book is called Blood of the Vine. And this chapter is totally different than the ones previous this one had me like okay what am I gonna do with this one how am I gonna explain it what am I gonna share so I'm excited uh, because I think I figured it out so let's start okay so we know that crushing is not fun okay we know that we've talked about it we've heard about it all through the chapters up into this one and this one kind of takes a twist because it added celebration into it okay you can be being crushed you can be in your season of crushing while other people are celebrating their victories and their accomplishments and stuff like that but on the other hand you're over here you know bleeding crying you know, being crushed, reaching out for help, and there's no one there to help you. Okay, so there were some um, things that were shared in chapter five that I want to share with you guys. And I'm going to start out by reading out the book. And it says, then like a dark cloud suddenly blocking the sun, a shadow fell across my heart. That day we celebrated the founding of our United States of America and the many freedoms established by our founding fathers and mothers in our Declaration of Independence. And yet, those freedoms emerged out of a social, cultural, and economic system dependent on the backs of slaves from our land's original native inhabitants. Those freedoms, as revolutionary and well-intended as they were, did not liberate all, only some. Okay, so that is what's starting out the story that he began to tell. Okay, you can be crushed, okay, but people are celebrating something else. They're celebrating their victories, but things that they have won while you're over here, you're being crushed, you're going through life, stuff is leaving your your life, okay, people are walking away, stuff is going through your hands, it's like you can't keep this, you can't keep that, but they're over here celebrating something else, okay, they're going through life is looking much more easier than yours, you know, they have the victory, you have the sorrow, so you have to... Um, look at it like okay like you know the part about slavery you know blacks were constantly being crushed while the other race was always having this victory because they felt that they were superior to blacks you know they had all the good stuff blacks had all the bad stuff they were always happy the slaves are always you know being crushed basically you know you couldn't do this you couldn't do that um so that's one of the things that got me like okay 
can we move on from this because talking about that kind of stuff it just gets me upset you know because it's like on a daily basis we're still being crushed we're still being told we can't do this we're still being told we can't do that we're still being told you can't live in this neighborhood or you can't make this much money or you can't have this kind of house or you can't have that kind of car and it's like people don't understand that it's like uh, every single day you know some of us are still going through this crushing process it's not um our own doing is society's doing and you know and they say oh but you can do this and you can do that it's like I wasn't put here for you to tell me what I can do okay because it's like our Lord and Savior gave his life so we can have this abundance okay and you're still trying to hold us back but let's move on from that before I get too emotional and go off on a tangent okay so I'm going to share something else out of the book. Actually, a couple more things out of the book. And it says, why did no one, why did no one notice, that doesn't read right. Why did no one notice their silent cries? Why are we so slow to move into another's pain? Are those who suffer communicating on a frequency we simply cannot hear? Or do we ignore the... I don't know what this word is or do we ignore the cries of pain bursting through our lives every day and I changed that word because I don't know what that word is okay even worse than not hearing the suffering of those around us is being tone deaf we hear but instead of rushing to help we judge criticize and condemn okay and going back to what I started talking about previously it's like when you think of slavery, when you think of um, racism, you know, it's some people, they just don't see it. They don't see it. They don't get it. They don't understand why we're so upset about it. They don't understand why we're so angry about it. It's like, how can you not see? Some people don't want to see. You know, some people, they don't want to see. They don't want to rush to your help. They don't want to offer any assistance. They don't want to render any aid. You know, it's like their life is good, is great, is wonderful. Why should they care about your problems over here? Why should they care that you're being crushed? Okay, that you're continually being knocked down and kicked. Why should they care about that? Okay, so it says even worse than not hearing the suffering of those around us. Oh, Lord, I think I read that one already. <laughs> she said that human beings are much better at inflicting pain than enduring pain. We have we would rather hurt others, even those already hurting, than feel the hurt ourselves. And I think that is very true because, like I said, you know, the people who have created slavery, the people who have, they say they, 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 uh, uh, family members own slaves. It's like, they still don't understand like what the problem is. Okay. Cause like, I'm good. You know, I don't know which, why you can't get over this. It's like, because y'all is still doing this nonsense. You still want to keep people in bondage. You still want to you know, keep people under you. And it's like, it's just the crushing just continues. It's like, come on now. Like, can we move away from this? 
Like, can we all get our one accord? And it's like, you know, they don't want to share in your sufferings. Like, oh, you, yeah, you've done, you've been through that. You've experienced that. But why should I have to deal with it? Why should I have to relive that process? You know, I wasn't there in those times. It's still going on today. Okay, so it says the reality, however, is that we all suffer. We all suffer losing our children to gangs, to street drugs, to addictions we don't understand. We all suffer the indignities of aging and Alzheimer's, cancer and incarceration. We all suffer the economic roller coaster of less money and more bills. We all suffer the dislocation of our dreams and an explosion that Langston Hughes described so brilliantly when our dreams are deferred again and again and again. And it says, we all are crushed by the same blows of life, but not everyone allows the crushing to destroy them. Some discover the secret of making wine out of the remaining juice. They know how the blood of the vine becomes a fruit of the cup. Okay. Yeah. Okay, TDJs. I, 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 yeah. I don't know how that works into slavery and stuff you know because yes some people have gotten over and you know people continue to go on but there's still others that's out there you know fighting a good fight and trying to get you know equal rights you know people like you know one of the topics nowadays is um when you go to jail and you come out you should have the right to vote you know, so that was something that's been going on for years. They didn't think that people went to jail should have a right to vote. And it's like they've done their time. Why can't they have the right to vote like a normal person in society? Why can't they have that right? You know, so still. Um, <clears throat> uh, I don't know if I want to share that. Let me see. Eh, maybe. I'll think about it. Let's see. Yeah, we'll share Okay, if you compare the words testify and testament, they both have the same Latin root word testing, literally meaning witness. In the Bible, we see this meaning tied to the emphasis God seems to place on the importance of blood. Time and time again, blood becomes a way to infuse life, to communicate, to reveal, to protect, to seal, to atone, and to save. For instance, in the Garden of Eden, when God sees that it is not good for man to be alone, the Lord creates woman from part of Adam's body. When Adam then states, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. Genesis 2.23 He is speaking literally as well as figuratively. Okay? So... Then it goes into talk about we cannot celebrate the resurrection without lingering at the crushing of Christ on the cross. And Jesus was crushed in every way, physically beaten, emotionally isolated, and spiritually bereft. Okay, so he went on to talk about, you know, when God was on, when Jesus was on the cross and how when he was there and the nails and just his blood just running down so that's why this it's called blood of the vine okay blood is running down and it went on to explain how you know his mother was there mary magdalene and some of the disciples and they're there 
you know, they're crying, they're going through all their emotions, you know, their Lord and Savior is up there, he's, you know, giving his life. And then around them, people are going about their normal days. You know, they're out there selling their stuff, they're out there doing this, they're out there doing that. It's like, how can you continue to go about your day when there's a crushing taking place? How can you not stop and wonder and say something and console uh, his mother, number one, his disciples, and those other people that were there that loved him? You have stretched him out on this cross, okay? You've put these nails in his body. You have this thorns in his head but everyone else is there going about their normal business you know so that's why when I shit I said you know you can be being crushed you can be at your season of crushing while other people are going about their day like nothing has happened there's nothing going on okay people were ripped from their families they were sold off into slavery but everybody else is cool Everybody else is fine. You know, they in their nice little houses going about their business. They got, you know, uh, people who have, you've kidnapped these people to come wash your clothes, fix your food, take care of your kids. Really? But you're good. You're fine. Okay? So your crushing season is not going to really matter to anybody else. They don't care about it. Okay, just like they didn't care that Jesus was on that cross, he was bleeding, he was half dead. You know, he who knows what was going through his mind. Okay, the pain had to be astronomical. Okay, but these people were still going about their normal day like nothing had ever happened. You just killed someone, but you're going about your day like nothing has happened. You're fine. You're cool, you know? So, yeah. Okay, so gathered around the place of execution were those who failed to glimpse the cross beyond their laws, politics, and culture. Many still shopped, repaired shoes, and laid stone while Jesus lay trembling on a cross. This dictumos, dictumos, I don't know what that word is. Why are we using these big words? Okay, jeez. Okay, so between those who rejoice and those who mourn is seen at the cross where Mary weeps while the soldiers jeer and joke. Their oblivious to her pain reminds us once again that perspective can create an insensitivity to the broader view of others. Okay? Everybody is not going to care that you're going through something. Okay? They're not going to care that you've reached your limit. Okay? And you're feeling like the crushing is too much. They're not going to care. Okay? If it's not happening to them, if they're not completely tied into it if they don't have a little part in it they don't care okay they don't want to go through it 
So they don't care about you going through it, okay? They see what you're going through. They're like, I'm glad it's not me, okay? That's uh, many people will think that. They will think that, okay? They will think that. Okay, so let's remember that Jesus suffered on our behalf and descended into the grave so that we might ascend back to our position of righteousness in God. He broke the shackles that bound us to sin and death. As a result, the grave had to release its hold on the faithful who lived before Christ arrived. Without the crushing, there would be no crowning. Let me say it again. Without the crushing, there would be no crowning. What happened after Jesus was crushed? What happened after he gave it up on the cross? He gave up his life on the cross. What happened? What happened? What took place after that? Who is listening to read your Bible? Who knows what happened after that? Okay? We know that Jesus died. We know he died. Okay? He gave it up. He gave up his life so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. Okay? So why would we be taken through this crushing season and not come out on the other side? Okay? Why would people give up in the middle of the wilderness, give up in the middle of them being crushed, if they know that Jesus rose? Okay? He rose. He rose and he was seated at the right hand side of the Father. Okay? So why does our crushing seem so dramatic why do we have to go through it like we're not going to make it through okay so the book shares it says perhaps you've walked away from a marriage or even even bid farewell to your relationship with God how many people have walked away from God you know they got involved with a church they got hurt by people and they walked away from God well I'm not going back to church I'm not paying my tithes anymore I'm not doing this I'm not doing that who does that hurt them people don't care if you don't come back to church you know they they did their part you know they they working for the enemy they did their part You leaving church is not doing anything to them. Okay? You and walked away from God because people and said something got you in your feelings and you and walked away. You and left. Who is that hurting? It's not hurting them. It's not hurting the enemy. You are being hurt. You are walking away. From, from from someone who gave their life for you. Gave their life for you. But you want to walk away. As your sorrow, sorrow is still tangible. A thick darkness now surrounds your heart. And you are slow in returning to its gravesite. Because of the pain you once felt. That trauma caused a tremendous shaking in every aspect of your life. 
and you have taken an oath to never hope again, never dream again, never love again, and never again take a chance that life could be better. Let me tell you, I've had my share of church hurt, okay? I have had um, people tell me I couldn't pray, that God doesn't speak to me, that I can't have this and I can't have that and they didn't see me doing this and they didn't have me see me doing that. I did not care, okay? And then people tell you don't church hop. If I'm going to a church and stuff ain't going right, okay, and you ain't giving a word where you're supposed to and people acting crazy, I'm just going to find another church. I'm sorry, I'm not staying in the same church, okay? I'm not leaving God. I will find me another church. Okay? I have even um, did church online. Okay? People tell you not to. Oh, you need to be in a physical building. Okay, when I find when I will. But I'm not completely leaving God. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm still going to get the word. I'm still going to read my Bible. And when I found another physical church, I went back. Okay, I'm not going to let nobody get me to the point where I completely walk away from God. I'm not doing it. Okay, I've been through many, many crushing seasons, many crushing seasons, and I, I ain't give up. I did not give up. You will learn a lot in your crushing season. You will learn how strong you are. You will learn how... Um, that you can stand up when you want to fall down. When you want to completely crumble to the floor, you will see the strength that God gives. Okay? So, I think I'm going to finish with this part of the book. And it says, Succulent fruit falling to the ground and becoming nothing more sounds like a wasting of a, of a human life that never matured into something greater than its original form. As a result... It's as if the fruit never existed. If you choose to dwell on the fruit that has already fallen and spoiled, then you miss out on letting God redeem that fruit by making you into his wine. And it is your choice. You often don't choose the painful events that disrupt your life, but you always choose how you will respond. And that says a lot. Okay? Like I said, People are going to hurt you, okay? People are going to talk about you. People are going to try to get you to leave the church. Try to get you to leave God. They can say whatever they want, okay? I may leave that church, but believe you me, I'm going to find me another one, okay? I'm not leaving God completely because God ain't do it. How can you walk away from God because of what some person said to you? Or what some person did to you. Okay? God sent his only begotten son. Who gave his life for us. Okay? He gave his life for us. He, he laid the foundation. He gave us the blueprint. How do you walk away from that? He shed his blood on the cross. Okay? He shed his own blood. He gave his life. He was the ultimate crushing 
okay? He went through so much so he can show us the way, okay? If that's not a story of crushing, then I don't know what is, okay? That should be an example for all of us. Yes, you're going to be crushed. Jesus was crushed. You know what he went through to get to that cross, okay? What happened? Did he just die? Or did he die and what, did he come back to life? So how can your crushing be any different? How can my crushing be any different? I can tell you stories upon stories of times when I've been crushed, okay? Crushed. And I thought it was over. I thought it was done. And then something else came. And something else came. And something else came. And something else came. And something else came. But I'm still here. I'm still here. So, like I shared before, whatever you go through that is in your crushing season is not designed to harm you. Okay? It's not designed to harm you. Some stuff has to be removed. Some people have to be removed. Something needs to be removed. You, There's something that you need to learn. Okay? There's something that needs to be changed. When you come into a relationship with your Heavenly Father, so much has to be renewed. You can't come into right standing with Him and be the same old person that you're used to being. That crushing has to take place. Okay? It has to. He needs you to be a new creation. Okay? He, there's assignments that need to be done. He needs you to be battle ready. Okay? So the old person may not be able to go through that battle. You may not be able to win that war if you're having the same old stuff. Okay? You're going into new territory. So all that old stuff has to be removed. Okay? Crushing is not designed to harm you. Okay? So I hope this has been helping. I hope some things have been learned. Um, and we're going to continue this. We're That's chapter 5, and I believe we got 10 more chapters to go. And it's just been getting more intense and more interesting. So I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. Um, hopefully I've been... <laughs> doing good with um, getting my thoughts across and you guys are understanding what I'm bringing to you and if you're thinking about getting the book awesome you know um, it's been 
a good read for me so far and I will continue to share with you guys so again happy Tuesday let the rest of your week be even more amazing and more exciting and more blessed and we'll be talking soon